I interviewed Mary today and I loved her. Oh my God, she was so awesome. <laughs> oh, that's what we get from the clients sometimes. You know, RiderFlex is a recruiting firm, right? So we're always presenting job candidates. Sometimes a client will call us and they'll say, oh my God, I interviewed Johnny. I loved him. Yeah, he's awesome. And then I'll say, well, that's great. <laughs> Why was he awesome? I don't know. I, I'm not sure, but I loved him. He was great. I know he's not a perfect fit on paper, but Matt, I think he's a culture fit here. Now, at the same time, we also get clients that call or I'll call them and say, hey, how was that interview with Mary today? Well, you know, I just didn't really like her that much. You know, she's just not a fit here. How come? <laughs> the client's like, well, you know, she's, she's, she's missing this or she's missing that or she talked too much or she didn't talk enough or she's too loud or she's too quiet or she was wearing blue or she was wearing green. <laughs> oh, you know. I'm married to my second wife, Kim, right now. We've been together for 20-something years, but I was married before. And, and I had this uh, little period where I was single. I don't know, it was four or five years or, or so I was single, and I was dating around, and I had these prerequisites, right? I had this list uh, that uh, my new wife uh, had to meet certain requirements. <laughs> I, had a, I had a job spec. And so I would date people and I would kind of check off the list, you know, I'd be like, okay, well, she's got this, she's got that, she'll have this, she'll have this, that, this, or, you know, kind of question them or whatever. Now, keep in mind, this was years and years ago, kind of before the dating apps, right? Anyway, I had these prerequisites. Well, here's what I found out pretty quickly. My checklist didn't matter. <laughs> I had uh, little things like, okay, she needed to make over 150 grand a year, no kids, college degree, come from a family that had money, uh, be a certain size, you know, I can't remember what measurements I had in there, but a certain size measurements, I had all this stuff, right? None of that mattered because when I did meet Kim on the dance floor in Austin, Texas, there was an immediate chemical reaction, right? There's this chemistry that happens between people. Isn't that amazing, right? When you meet somebody, you're, you're immediately sizing them up, aren't you? Whether it's a coffee meeting, a business meeting, a date, whatever, like it doesn't matter what, what the situation is. When you meet somebody, you are immediately thinking to yourself, hmm, yeah, I don't like him. <laughs> or, wow, she's really cool. I like her. Sometimes you don't even know why, right? You really just don't even know why. People just like each other or they don't. There's a, there's a chemistry or there's not. There's a good vibe or there isn't. What's my point of this uh, ranting episode? If you're a hiring manager, stop getting caught up in the specific requirements and the perfect resume and the perfect LinkedIn profile, right? You, you're eliminating people too quickly just because of what's on paper. Uh, the reality is when you get in front of them and you talk to them, then you're going to know, right? Then you're going to know, especially if you're visiting with them in person a couple of times. You're going to know whether or not you want to work with that person. Do they fit your style, personality, culture, 
Do you guys jive? Does the vibe fit? Are you going to enjoy working with the person? Now, some of you would say none of that matters. And all that matters is the tactical skill set and whether or not you get along with them or you like them doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, it does. People quit jobs because of people. <laughs> not every time, but most of the time people leave because of people or the atmosphere or the culture or the environment or they don't like their boss. Bosses fire people because they don't like the person. <laughs> they come up with excuses on all the different performances and all the things they're doing wrong when really the, the, the situation is they just don't like them. Right. Until we're, we're all uh, uh, robots, right? Until, until robots are doing all the work, until that day happens, as long as human beings are working together, the chemistry and the vibe matters. I don't care. what you, You're not going to convince me otherwise. I know that there's all these algorithms, and software, you know, and everybody's like, well, the software should just match the skill set on the resume. And then that's going to decide who's going to be best there. That's bullshit, okay? What matters is whether or not people get along and can work together and play nice in the sandbox. It goes all the way back to kindergarten, right? Like, can you play in the sandbox with Mary? And do you like playing in the sandbox with Mary or not, right? And if you don't, guess what? You go over and play with Johnny over the swing set because you just like it over there better. It's the same way now. Dating's the same way. You know, they got all these apps, right? They got all these dating apps. So it's, oh, we're going to match you up with the perfect person. I'm going to use eHarmony and I'm going to put all these checklists in there. I like action movies. And if she likes action movies, then, ooh, man, it's going to be a great match. Until you get in front of her or him in Starbucks, face-to-face, -face, visiting, you're not going to know whether or not there's a chemistry and whether or not there's a vibe. You're just not going to know. And when you do get to Starbucks, then you're going to be like, ooh, I think I like her. She, she's doing something for me. <laughs> That's how it works, man. We're human beings. So what was my point? Oh, yeah, I was rambling. My point is, stop getting so caught up in the 100% match on paper. If, especially in this market where candidates can basically have whatever job they want. If you get a decent match in front of you, when I say decent match, let's say you have a job opening and you're a hiring manager, you got certain requirements and experiences that you have on your job spec. If you get like an 80% match on paper, an 80% match, you know, you look at their resume and you're like, yeah, this person's missing this or that, but you know, it's not a hundred percent match, but it's 80% match. You should probably talk to them because once they get in front of you, then you're going to know, then you're going to know whether or not that person can, can fit the company and your style and your team. Okay. And then you can train them up on the other 20%, right? Bring them along on a couple of things that they're missing, invest some time in them. They'll probably be a longer employee anyway. All right. And last but not least, just so you know, I was dancing with my wife on the floor, the dance floor, the first time I met her. Right. And so I started asking her these questions. The very first dance, we were at a, like a dance hall, a hunky tonk down in Austin. So I'm dancing with her and I'm like, so are you married? She's like, no, I'm not married. Is I getting, got any kids? She goes, yeah, I got two kids. I'm like, okay, strike one. You got two kids. I was like, what do you do for a living? She's like, well, I'm a CNA. I'm like, what is, what is that? She's like a certified nurse, certified nurse's aide. I'm like, okay, strike two. You don't make any money. All right. I was like, where'd you go to school? She goes, well, I didn't go to college. I'm like, oh, good. All right. Strike three. Okay. What the hell am I doing here? I got to get off the dance floor like right now. 
was a chemistry. I liked her. Guess what? She's the best wife on the planet for me. She's so awesome. We get along so well. I don't care about that other stuff. By the way, she was poor as shit too. Uh, and so was I. So like I said, it went, it all went together. Uh, but it's a wonderful relationship because the chemistry was right. And we love being around each other. And I think that's what matters when you're interviewing people. Okay. See if there's a vibe there. Stop getting caught up in the perfect resume on paper. It's not about that. Unless we all turn into robots. And there is your Rider Flakes tip of the day. So you had those free donuts this morning in the break room, huh? Your company provides free coffee, free donuts, free lunch even. They have a cool mission statement, a cause that you're super proud of, right? They talk about it on Facebook. I don't know. They donate to some, I don't know, volunteer horse stable association. Okay, I don't want a bunch of hate mail from people that love horses. I'm just using that as an example. Anyway, the company does all of this cool stuff, right, that you're super proud of. I know these days, everybody thinks companies have to have a mission and a cause, and, uh, nonprofits and all these great things. I think all those are wonderful. Perks, you know, all those perks. I don't know. You, you name it, right? They, free massages, whatever. All these perks are so great, aren't they? <laughs> I talked to a lot of millennials, right? That we recruit here, recruiting firm Riderflex, and they're like, "Well, I want to know what the what the company mission statement is and cause is, and all that." <sighs> Here's the deal: <laughs> if the company's not making money, none of that shit matters. <laughs> if the company runs out of cash, I don't care what the mission statement is. <laughs> I don't care what nonprofit you're donating to. If you run out of cash, it's over. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, I, you know, I, I think causes and mission statements and the nicey nicies, uh, that's all cool to talk about on social media and show everybody all the great things you're doing. <laughs> but just make damn sure you don't run out of cash. Somebody needs to make sure that they're selling making really good product, executing, and balancing cash. How about let's do that first? <laughs> let's do that. Let's build a really great, great product or service. Let's make sure somebody's selling it. Let's make sure we're delivering it on time and executing and managing our expenses and profits properly to generate the right cash flow. Let's do that first. Then we can... I don't know, all hold hands and sing Kumbaya around the fireplace and eat the free marshmallows the company bought. <laughs> Let's get our priorities in line, man. Uh, don't run out of cash. Really? I mean, seriously. I'm not saying we can't have company causes and all this stuff. It seems like it's so popular these days, right? It's so cool. I, that's great, man. That's great. But let me just tell you right now, if you get an investor, an investor or VC or PE guys, if they invest in your company or some angel money, some seed money, <laughs> that, 
they're going to want some money back. They're going to want to see a return. And you're going to send them the weekly recap. And you're going to be like, oh, we took the team out to, uh, I don't know, to the carnival. And we all rode on the Ferris wheel together. Here's a picture of us. <laughs> the angel investor is going to be going, I don't give a crap about that. <laughs> How much money did we make last month? Where's my return? <laughs> Just playing carnival rides are they're okay. I mean, hey, take your team to the carnival, okay? If you have the cash to do it, all right. Make sure your priorities are in line. Uh, I feel like we're I feel like we're. Uh, listen, every business lives by the same laws, the laws of cash, <laughs> the laws of math. Okay, if all that stuff's not in place, none of the other shit matters. Okay, so I get tired of hearing about all these fringe benefits, not fringe benefits. I guess it's the wrong thing, wrong term, but I get tired of hearing about all these uh, extra things that uh, uh, companies are doing for people, man. Uh, I mean, just if you're an if you're an employee or an, a, can, a candidate out there, a job candidate, you want to work for a company that is financially healthy and stable, okay, and has their shit together when it comes to regular business activities, okay. All the other stuff is icing on the cake. If the company's got money, great. Here, here's another thing that I think is hilarious. I'm just going to rant here for a minute. Uh, job candidates will call me up. They'll be like, well, you know, Google is doing all of this stuff for their people. And that is so awesome. They really care about their employees. Look at all these things they're doing for them. Yeah, because they got billions of dollars in the bank. Okay, if your average startup that's starving and just trying to make it, right? They're just trying to make it to the next payroll. If your average startup had a bunch of money in the bank, they'd be doing that shit too. Okay, it's not like they don't love their employees. Startup and mid-sized companies that are barely hanging on, okay, and making it week to week and payroll to payroll, those companies and those CEOs, most of them, they love their employees too. Okay, they do care about their employees, but they're just trying to keep the business alive. Okay, they're trying to scale the business. They don't have billions of dollars in the bank to just pass out all this cool shit. So I get, I get really annoyed when, when candidates call me and they're like, well, you know, this company cares about their employees more than this company over here. Well, that, you know, that's not fair. Okay. You don't know that. Okay. I mean, at Rider Flex, hey, if Rider Flex had extra millions of dollars in the bank, shit, I'd fly my employees to Hawaii, Hawaii every year. I don't know. We'd do all kinds of fun stuff. Just because I don't doesn't mean I don't love them. <laughs> so keep that in mind. Okay. When you're working for uh, a startup or a mid-sized company, most of those CEOs and executives care about their people too. And if you go to work there, maybe you can help them generate millions of dollars so you can have free donuts in the conference room. And there is your Rider Flex tip of the day. Uh -huh.